Okay, here we go. The first episode of Chewing the Fat. <laughs> oh, I got a lot of shit to say, especially on this subject. I got a feeling that this is going to be a subject that I'm going to come back to on many future episodes with um, with guest hosts and on my own, because this is this is something that I've been talking about for years, and. Um, it's ever-evolving, ever-changing, and people, I think, just need a constant reminder, and that is regarding bar etiquette. How you should be acting when you go out to a bar. Now, this episode is really going to cut into cut into the fat um, regarding customers. Now, I understand that there are a lot of shitty bar staff out there as well. And don't worry for all you customers out there. The bar staff will have their episode. I have a lot of problems with bar staff and how people work in bars. And I'm allowed to say that because I work in fucking bars. I've been doing it for 18 years. So don't worry. You'll have a chance to hear me carve and potentially name names. I don't really want to do that, but if there are some idiots out there that need to be shot into the spotlight for being complete fucking knobs, I'll call them out. You know that's who I am. And if you don't know me, you'll learn that I I really don't give a shit. I like rattling cages. I like calling people out. So today, for customers, anyone who plans on going out to a bar, anyone who is going to have a night out, tear up the town with the boys, have a night out with the gals, whatever you want to call it, going out on your own. There's a certain way that you should act when you go out to a bar. Now, in Ontario, um, anyone who works in the hospitality industry, anyone who handles alcohol, has to pass a test called a smart serve. Now, it's nothing extremely difficult. It's the equivalent of writing your G1. It's basically common sense. Essentially, you have a piece of paper at the end of it that tells the world that you legally, hopefully, have some common sense. It's your smart serve. I really think that when you reach the legal drinking age, no matter what it is, as a customer or as a potential client at bars, you should be taking a similar fucking test because so many of you go out to a bar and just have zero common sense. You have no idea how to act, how to operate, how to treat people, how to treat the staff, how to treat other guests. And it's fucking embarrassing. I'm going to do my best not to shit on people in their early 20s and the mid 20s because let's face it we've all been there we were all young young dumb drunks young dumb party animals idiots and as we can all agree people in their mid late 20s have no idea what the fuck they're talking about you might think you do i know i did i was an arrogant piece of shit And I know that there's a lot of arrogant pieces of shit out there who are potentially listening to this right now. And yeah, like if you're in your early mid-20s, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. I digress. So when you're planning on going out, I don't care how much money you make. 
I don't care if you're rich. I don't care if you're poor. Bring cash. That's first and foremost. Like, when you leave your house, whether you've got cash at home or whether you have to hit up a bank or an ATM, take out some fucking cash. Cash is king. And until the day where we've got thumbprint scanners on the debit machines or on the Moneris machines, those are the little remote looking things that your server or your bartender has to bring to you every time you want to pay for a fucking drink with a card every single time. Until those are thumb scanned or retina scanned and it eliminates the need for 35, 45 second transactions, bring cash. Yes, everyone's got a story about how a bartender lost their credit card or how they think they were overcharged. But that's not the point. And when you bring cash out, you are making every transaction during that entire night that much quicker. And in a bar, time is money. So the faster you can make these transactions happen, the better it is. Not just for the staff, the people relying on tips, but for yourself. I know there's lots of people out there that have been standing in a busy bar waiting for a drink. And they're thinking to themselves, like, what the fuck is taking so long? Like, I don't understand. It's not that busy. Why can't I get my fucking drink? Chances are that the person beside you who is waiting for their drinks is paying with their fucking card and you're going to pay with your card and the person after you is going to pay with their card. Well, guess what? Every one of those people that decides to pay with a card, whether it's 50 vodka sodas or one espresso martini, It's not about how fast it takes us to make the drinks. It's about how fast it takes the fucking machines to work. So if you walk up and say, hey, give me two vodka sodas and you throw a 20 down, guess what, brother? As fast as you put that 20 down is as fast as it takes me to turn around and grab the change out of the till and fire it back to you. You got your drinks, you got your chains, transaction is finished. Now, when you wanna pay with the debit card, and not start a tab. I could be the world's fastest bartender, but that doesn't matter for shit because it's gonna take me 35, 45 seconds, the quickest, to punch in what it is, what it costs, put it into the machine, hand you the machine, whether it's a swipe or you gotta put the chip in or a tap, you gotta hit accept, you gotta hit checking or savings, you gotta put in the tip, God forbid you don't put in a tip. And then we got to wait because this is not an honor system. I can't let you walk away from me until I know for damn sure that that transaction has been approved. You know what I don't have to wait for? Cash. Cash is king. Cash will always be king. So cash makes the world go around until we have these thumbprint skinners or something that's a lot fucking quicker. So bring cash. It's not that fucking hard, okay? And guess what? When a bartender knows that you're paying cash and everyone around you is paying with a card, 
guess who they're going to come see first every fucking time? The guy with the cash or the girl with the cash or whoever with the cash. And that's just how it is. It saves me time. It saves you time. And it makes us more money. So bring cash to a bar. I can't stress that enough. I don't understand why people just say, oh, no, 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 I'll, I, I'll, pay, I'll pay by debit. You guys take debit. And I say, yes, of course we fucking take debit. Why don't you start a tab? Oh, I'm not going to be here that long. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. And on the off chance you're not full of shit, then fine. You want to pay for one drink on card? Fine. But God help you if you come back later on and do the same thing. And most bartenders, hopefully, like myself, will say, you said you were only having the one. If you're going to have more, I'm starting you a tab. And I'm not going to give you the option. So either pay cash or slow everyone's fucking night down. Think about it. Uh, another thing that we've got to talk about is <laughs> you have to understand what kind of venue you're going to. Now, what I what I mean when I say that is you're not going to walk into a TGI Fridays or an Applebee's and order a fucking martini. You're not going to walk into a five-star hotel and ask if they have Bud Light on tap. Know where you are. And if you're going to get pissed off that a five-star Nobu doesn't have PBR in the fridge, that's not our fucking problem. Know where you are. Order accordingly. And at the same time, dress accordingly. I understand that a lot of places have some dress codes that are, frankly, complete fucking bullshit. Um, there's a lot of privilege that goes on, you know, whether the staff knows somebody or the management knows somebody, and the dress code is no shorts, no running shoes. And some schmuck walks up with fucking Gucci slides and a fucking $500 Louis Vuitton fanny pack around his like his chest normally they can't get in but oh the owner knows him it's okay that is complete fucking bullshit i mean i don't agree with that but speaking in general terms don't show up to a nice restaurant or a nice bar in jean shorts and sandals and get upset when you get turned away that's common sense it's like I work at a place, a fancy place downtown, a fancy hotel bar, and people get so pissed off when they try and rock in there at 10 or 11 o'clock at night after a, after a Jays game or after a Leafs game wearing jerseys. And it's just like, that's not, sorry, like we're not that kind of place. And I mean, I understand you might be pissed off, but take a look around. Like, you're not getting in here to a place like that with a mustard stain on your fucking Leafs jersey and, you know, and a Jays hat and, and shitty, dirty shorts. Like, just have some fucking common sense. <sighs> um, I think it's really important that people just start to think 
And I mean, I know it's difficult after you get a couple of drinks in you because your inhibitions are low and you're feeling a bit ballsy and feeling a bit brave. But guys, let me tell you, buying a girl a drink or asking me to send a girl a drink on the other side of the bar and using that as an icebreaker, probably not going to work for you. And what's even worse is when these guys buy these girls these drinks or send these drinks over, then there's that expectation. There's that expectation that the girls, oh, well, she has to talk to me now. I bought her a drink. Like, I'm in. I don't have to put any effort in to socialize. I bought her a drink. I'm paying for her time now. That's a really fucked up way of looking at it, guys. And I see it a lot. I see it a lot, a lot, a lot. And I'll be working and I'll be serving a group of girls and then there's a group of guys on the corner. And you know, it'll be, oh, what, are they, what, are, what are they drinking, bro? What are they drinking? Let me buy them around. And I got no problems going over to the girls and be like, hey, um, there's a, a gentleman who would like to buy you ladies a drink. And if the girls have at least half of their drinks or two thirds of their drinks left, chances are they're not gonna want the drinks. And you don't have to be a dick about it and be insistent. Well, no, like get them whatever they want, get them whatever they want, because that's not going to guarantee you an interaction, nor should you even remotely think that that guarantees you an interaction. They owe you nothing. They owe you nothing. Just because you're buying a girl a drink, she doesn't owe you shit. Why don't you muster up some confidence and walk over and start a conversation? And it's the same thing on the other side of the coin with those girls that show up and walk into the bar and don't order anything and then just wait for guys to buy the drinks. Because we all know guys are fucking suckers. Guys, we're idiots. We're complete fucking morons. And if a pretty girl waits around long enough, sure enough, there'll be some idiot that'll start buying her drinks. And the type of women that literally go to bars just to troll for drinks, guess what, guys? They'll butter you up and they'll talk it up. At the end of the night, they are going to leave you high and dry. And then you get pissed off and you got played. And I mean, it sucks. Now, for me, I have no problems calling out both of those groups of people. I have no problem walking up to a group of girls who are trolling some nice guys drinks who are just talking to them to get free drinks out of them. I got no problem walking up to those girls and be like, hey, I know what you're fucking doing. Stop it. Have some fucking class. Don't be a bitch. And I'll tell the guys, like, hey guys, you know they're just talking to you for drinks. And whatever, call me an asshole. I really don't give a shit. You're using someone just to get drinks out of them. You have no interest in establishing a connection or having a conversation. You're just blowing smoke up their ass. Just like I'll have, I'll have no problem walking up to a group of guys who are trying to buy girls drinks all night to get them to talk to them. It's like, guys, like they don't want your drinks. They don't want to talk to you. Beat it. It amazes me that so often, like it's not even young guys and young girls. It's, for the most part, it's guys in their 30s, 40s, and 50s that for whatever reason are completely incapable of reading body language and if they can read it they're choosing to ignore body language 
Like, there are some real, real fucking scummy guys out there who will slide in, buy a girl or buy a couple of girls a couple of drinks. And let's say the girls take the drinks and they're very polite about it. Oh, thank you very much. That's nice. And then the guy expects something. Now, whatever he expects, I don't know. I don't necessarily know. That's in his fucked up mind. But you should know as a, as a grown ass man, not 20, not 25, like 40, 45, you should understand body language. If a woman is constantly trying to turn away from you to talk to her friend or not making eye contact or being short or physically uncomfortable by your advances, that should be a big red light to leave them the fuck alone. And for whatever reason, I see so many guys just berating poor women at bars and it's fucking disgusting. You should be ashamed of yourselves because it's disgusting. And my one of my favorite things to do is to call these guys out because you're disgusting. You expect these women to talk to you just because you're paying for drinks or just because you're trying to buy them bottles of champagne or just because you have money or just because you have a nice car. That's not a fucking personality. Okay. That's not going to work for most people. That's fucking disgusting. So learn to read body language, guys, especially like most of you are fucking disgusting pigs. Learn how to act in a fucking bar. And if I see you, you better believe I'm going to call you and call me an asshole. Tip me zero on your three bottles of verb. I don't give a shit. Now, the same thing applies for when you get cut off. Everyone's biggest fear when they're out at a bar, getting cut off. And it's become this thing where people are so entitled and they get so defensive about it that I think that they believe that, you know, we're out to embarrass them. We're out to make an example of them. We're out to ruin their night. And that's just not true, generally speaking. Most bartenders or managers you know, have the common sense to pull someone aside and be like, Hey, listen, I think you've had enough to drink. Can't serve you anymore. And if you're not that far gone, you know, we'll give you a glass of water, sit down, sort your head out and we'll let you stay. You just can't fucking drink. You don't need any more alcohol in your system. So just relax. Now, sometimes People are so drunk or so fucked up that yes, like you're cut off and you have to go now. You have to leave. And it's when it's at that point and you try and fight or refute or argue, you got to understand you're not going to win that argument. You're not making yourself look good by fighting or arguing with the establishment that has decided that you have had enough to drink. When you are cut off, it is not only 
to protect us, the staff, and every other patron in the building. It is also to protect you. It's to make sure that you're not stumbling out of there and that you're going to walk into traffic and get nailed by a fucking bus. Or that you're going to puke and fall over and pass out in a ditch and die. So don't be so fucking defensive when someone who has not been drinking, or they shouldn't have been drinking, who works there and says, you know what, you've had enough tonight, let's call it a night. It's not to ruin your fun, it's to protect you. It's It goes back to to the common sense and how people just for some reason don't understand how they're supposed to act in a bar we're not trying to disrespect you when we cut you off we're just saying that you know what you've had enough tonight come back another night it's real fucking simple but people gotta be all high and mighty and privileged about it just shut the fuck up and take your lumps you didn't win this one tonight come back another night So getting cut off is not the end of the world. It happens to all of us. Relax. Another thing is that if you're going to do drugs in a bar, at least make it inconspicuous. You wandering around the crowd, chewing on your lips or trying to catch your ear, it's not a good look. I don't give a shit how cool you think you are. You don't look good when you're fucked up. You don't. You look terrible. All buggy-eyed and shaking and jittery and just weird to be around. Like, it's not a good fucking look. I don't understand why people go out and do a whole bunch of drugs when they go to the bar. It's just, oh, God, the stories, the names I can name of complete fucking degenerates just coked out of their minds. I couldn't believe when I moved to Toronto how many people just do blow. It's insane. I mean, I'm no angel. Like, I'm from Ottawa. People do it there. Like, I smoke weed. I've done blow. It is what it is. But the amount of people that do it on such a regular basis and get so fucked up here in Toronto, both customers and staff, is fucked up. I don't, I just don't understand it. I mean, if you're going to do it, whatever, it's your life, but try and be responsible. You look like a complete fucking moron when you're all coked out, especially in public when everyone can see you. It's just ridiculous. Another thing is last call. Last call is not my problem. When you are having fun and you're partying and all of a sudden you look down on your watch and you're like, holy shit, it's 1.59. I need 20 drinks right now. Guess what? So does everyone else in the fucking bar. It's not my responsibility to go to every single person and be like, hey, by the way, get your drinks in now. We're about to close. Chances are we're exhausted behind the bar. And a lot of times we don't want to let people know because they've reached the point where they shouldn't be having any more booze or B, we just want to close up and go home. And 
When you try and argue and try and get drinks after last call, guess what? We're going to remember that and you're going to look like an idiot because nobody is going to pour you a drink after two o'clock in the morning. And if they do, well, they're risking their own business license and they're risking their own fucking jobs. And for me, that's not worth it. So when a bartender says, no, we're closed, don't be like, oh, well, just one more. Like, I'll give you a big tip or come on, man. Like, I've been waiting here for 10 minutes. I don't care. I don't care. We close at two o'clock. I stop pouring at two o'clock. That's it. That's all. You're not going to win this argument. Don't make yourself look like an asshole. You're not going to win. Just let it go. <sighs> another one, that other one actually that I've always I've always found interesting is how many people think bartenders are photographers. Like, I mean, it's one thing if you're at a quiet restaurant and you know the server isn't busy and you ask, would you mind taking a picture of us? We're all out for dinner, blah blah blah. Or if you're sitting at my bar and it's not busy yet and I'm clearly not doing anything, you know, I have no problems if you want to ask me to take a picture. I might not say yes, but there's no harm in asking. But it's the times like at around 11.30 midnight when the bar is rammed and we are very clearly in the weeds. In the weeds means very busy, by the way. And you're trying to get my attention. And why are you trying to get my attention? Not to order a drink. Not to pay a tab. But to get me to take a fucking boomerang of you cheersing espresso martinis with your friends. Let me tell you what the answer is going to be 10 out of 10 times. No. Once again, have some common sense. Take a look around you. If I'm up to my fucking ears in drink orders and the music is blasting and everyone around you is trying to get drinks and partying, guess what? Chances are I don't have that 30 seconds, 45 seconds to take a pick and then retake it because half you had your fucking eyes closed or someone wasn't looking at the camera. You're wasting my time. And once again, in a bar, time is money. So just stop it. Now we're going to be getting close to 30 minutes here. So this being the first episode, I'm going to, I'm going to cut it very soon. Um, before I do though, there's one more thing that I really want to talk about that drives bartenders absolutely bananas. And I can speak for everyone who's ever worked behind a bar when I say don't string order. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with what string ordering means, let me tell you. So string ordering is when you walk up to a bar and you ask the bartender, I'll have 
two vodka sodas. And the bartender turns away, makes the drinks, comes back, boom, there's your two vodka sodas. Transaction should be finished. But instead, you say, oh, actually, I also need a rum and coke. Well, okay, let me make that rum and coke. Boom, there's your rum and coke. Now the transaction should be finished. Well, actually, no, actually, I need a, I need a glass of Sauvignon Blanc as well. And so on and so forth and so forth. Essentially, instead of ordering all at the same time, you keep ordering individual drinks as your group recollects or as you remember things. I'm speaking for every fucking bartender when I say, don't do this. This is one of the quickest ways to piss off your bartender. Know what you want. Treat it like McDonald's. You've been standing in line waiting for five to seven minutes. You know what you're going to have. You know what's there. So when you get up and it's your time to order, order it all. Order all of it. Don't waste our time. Once again, time is money. So now you've pissed off the bartender and you pissed off everyone else around you because everyone else is waiting for drinks too. So know what you're going to order when you get up to the bar. It's real simple. It's common sense, people. Now, the last, last thing I'm going to talk about, and this goes all the way to the beginning about bringing cash. I understand that not everyone can walk around with two, three, four hundred bucks in their pocket. That is unrealistic. I know that's what your argument's going to be. It's unrealistic, Johnny. I'm not going to bring all that cash out. It's not safe. Cool. Fine. But if you know you're going to be out all night, especially if you know you're going to be out at one particular venue for an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, start a tab. The only thing that is easier than a simple cash transaction is starting a tab. Because when you walk up later on and say, hey, I need two vodka sodas and a rum and coke. This is my name, this is the tab, put it on the tab. I go back to the computer, boom, boom, punch it in and we're good. And then you come back at the end of the night after all your partying is done and you're ready to pay your tab, it's all together. It's an easy, simple transaction. I just need your signature or your pin and off, you're good to go. That makes our lives so much easier. And in a modern world, if you forget your credit card or you leave without paying, it's not the end of the world. You can cancel your credit card or we can generally push a transaction through if you accidentally walk out. So bring cash or start a tab. It's real simple. Once again, I can't stress this enough. When you go out to a bar, have some common sense. As much as you want the night to be about you and your friends and your experience, keep in mind that there are people who are taking care of you and that there are potentially hundreds of other people who want the same level of respect and service that you do. It's not always about you. And there it is. 
that's all I really want to talk about today. I think for a first episode, I understand that this was a bit rough. Um, I hope you'll bear with me. It was a lot of fun. And um, I will have a guest for next week's episode. So tune in. I will release the topic or subject soon. And I hope you have a fantastic Monday. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks for chewing the fat.